0: Like growing up running track, I think the sport has given me so much, Mm. and I would like to do the same for the sport. And I think that for me running, I'll say in high school, I don't think it's changed as much as it should have. Yeah, Um, I think a lot of things move forward, and I don't think track has.
1: But it's also been heartwarming in the fact that, like, there's been people that's been asking me, like, well, how did you get into this? Or, like, what did you do? Or, like, what was your background leading up to this point? And it's coming from, like, black men and women. I'm just like, okay, like, people do see themselves in this position. And I think that's something that a lot of us as, like, our people, like, struggle with. Like, where can we see ourselves in terms of being successful outside of just being the athletes? Where I
2: cried in the mix zone. I don't even know if you were around, but like I'm over here trying to interview Nina Ali, and I bust out crying because like just the pressure that was going on around me, like just nitpicking at me on certain things. So like I'm still figuring out how to balance my emotions.
3: I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Possible, always with the brother with the same mother, Aaron Potts, Super Hot Potts. And you're watching and listening to your favorite two black runners every single two black two. gonna get campus security on us. Bro. <laughs>
0: hey, tell them to pull up. Hey, tell them to like, pull up to see the
3: show, man.
4: We're awesome. like at Prefontaine. I gotta, I gotta give my energy to it. And hey, you, know, you
1: black, you know we can't have them counterforce chasing at us. That's what I'm saying.
4: Y'all, do. y'all, we got the chairs on us, so we ready.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, that that's smart, back, that that's Came out fully equipped for our third time at the Prefontaine Classic, doing basically our annual Podcast, media. media podcast at Prefontaine, first time with me, you, Tiara Williams, real talk with NJP TV yep. in the building. Last year I couldn't go because of uh, COVID. The last time, <laughs> <laughs> last year. Wait, oh, were you not there? No, oh,
4: I had COVID. No. I was sick, bro. Yeah, hey, that's, bro, that's why had had to, I'm, I'm hyped for this. No, I thought you were at Pre? At Pre? Oh, we didn't do it. No, we did it no, at Worlds. We did
3: like we, we did it at Worlds. But okay, at okay, Pre, okay, okay, Yeah, okay. yeah, you didn't you do right. the one at Worlds, but right. we did. We still did something at Pre, But yeah, the ones at Worlds went crazy. That one's really good. But then we have an even better one, I feel like, this time around. Mm-hmm. We got Caitlyn, am I saying your last name right? Hutchinson? Hutchison. Hutchinson. Hutchinson, Yes. Hutchinson. Caitlyn Hutchinson.
1: No, Hutchinson. Hutchinson. No N.
3: H- what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: he said
1: Hutchinson, it's Hutchinson. Hutchinson, Caitlyn Hutchinson. Yeah, Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Yeah. Yeah. Hutchinson.
4: I let him handle that. It's on the podcast. <laughs>
1: Tiara
3: Williams, well, let me say Caitlyn Hutchinson of University of Kentucky 400 meter specialist Ithaca
1: Yes. All-American.
3: College as well. All-American. Mm-hmm. Doing her thing on the D2 level. Now in Kentucky. Working with Sidious Mag on the pre-show. Pre-pre-show <laughs> of the Prefontaine Classic going on out here. It's going to be live. Working Check that World out. with World Athletics too. Working out with World Athletics. Hey, all, all these fans. hats, bro. KX <laughs> <Naomi> on everything. <laughs> the Olympics. We got Real Talk with T. Tiara Williams the, and the building. This the girl right here.
1: This like, the one. This the one. Uh,
3: the star of Shakari's fan page. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? True. Doing Sha'Carri everything. Daddy, love this girl. Texas, <laughs> Texas Tech legend at mm-hmm. this point. <laughs> oh, Let yeah. me say, what you've no, done you off into the media, you're gonna be a Texas Tech legend. I feel like you I'm already are. As yeah,
2: you should.
3: all of it. Demetria yeah. Carter, also in the building, works with Team USA, worked mm-hmm. at Google.
4: Worked with, like, works yeah. with A-Word magic. It's an AG. That worked, worked
3: that under worked with Under Armour for some some uh, marketing. Worked, how many other brands do you you work with? Tiny <laughs> we got, Talks. We got
0: ON, Tiny Talks, Nike, Nike, Under Armour. She also
3: went to Baylor, Baylor you feel looks. me? Ran a hundred, ran a... I, I learned today you ran 54 in the 400. I didn't even know oh, she did that Oh, don't forget about too. the
1: 400 hurdles. Like, hold on.
3: Wait, we, we, we not
0: talking about <laughs> it. <What? laughs> but like,
3: I want to go down that amazing list because y'all in media right now, because I think it's exceptional. Like the way Sha'Carri talks about y'all, you feel Mm -hmm. me? Like she's saying on the press conference today, she loves women, she loves the media, that the woman the woman that, I feel like she's elevated y'all to a whole new level. The way that she's giving you guys the exposure and she's gotta set you up and like rightfully so, because like you have the accolades. So I just want, yeah, I want people to know that like, the reason you guys are in this position and like the reason you're doing these numbers on Tiny Talk and Real Talk and World Athletics is not just because like you have you got, y'all got the knowledge mm-hmm. like y'all got the track knowledge mm-hmm. you in NCAA right now Man, I ain't never <laughs> stopped. Like, that's facts so like just for everyone out there like y'all got the knowledge of this sport you're not just simply content creators coming out here trying to do your thing. You know what I mean? So like, that's why we want to bring y'all three on the podcast. You feel me? Now that was a long introduction and everything, but I think that got everybody kind of acquainted of like who our esteemed guests are this afternoon. Don't you think Aaron?
4: No, most definitely. And this is one of my favorite things to do every single year. I love the media roundup to bring people into the podcast to peel back the curtain and to give people a look at what Who are the people who are really doing this work to like bring the sport to life? Because I think there's a lot of people that can listen to this and really benefit and learn from it. And another thing, Joshua, as you went through everything everyone does, you all are very unique and different in your own ways. And I think that's really, really cool to see. And like we said earlier, not just with Sha'Carri, the sport in general, if you go from Sha'Carri to... To gabby thomas like black women are just leading the sport of track and field and honestly to me like you know sydney a thing like it's a those, faith. yeah it's a faith you know that's what is the most entertaining and i'll also say on top of that like you all do your thing regardless regardless if shakari is there like i mean not many of y'all have that many like shakari does you know talk to you all but not all the time so y'all are creating content that's going viral and hitting big but it's huge that we have you know women that are trying to align with you all to continue to bring that up and we need the sport to be risen so it's just a privilege to have you all on the podcast i really do appreciate y'all and i'm happy you know i really have fun hanging out with y'all in new york like i really have fun hanging out with y'all so i'm happy that we got to connect a little bit more this year, but I think we just wanted to start off with the podcast, like talking to you all, like how does it feel, you know, to start, I, I feel like it's still very tough, but what's it like just being a part of that change and being leading faces as black women uh, in the media side of the sport? Demetria, do you wanna start that off?
0: Yeah, I'll start. Um, it's, it's interesting. So I graduated from Baylor this past year. So I'm really like a year out from college. And I think seeing what the media space looked like as an athlete, and seeing that sometimes journalists ask some really dumb questions. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this don't make no sense. I know for a fact you were not an athlete because why on earth would you ask that? (laughs) So I think in my Tiny Talks world, being able to kind of showcase who these athletes are, showcase their personalities kind of meant something to me because I know like training with my other teammates and my former teammates, I knew who they were, but I'm like, the world doesn't know who you are. Mm -hmm. And whether they want to be on social media or not, I feel like we have, kind of a responsibility with kind of like the gifts and talents and relationships we have to kind of like elevate who they are and show the world, whether you have one follower or like a million followers. Like we kind of have a duty and responsibility. And I think we do a hell of a job at it, but yeah. First of all, thanks for having me guys. It's good to be back. <laughs> What's up y'all? <laughs> in the product
2: um, glasses. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, um, I just want to say, uh, first and foremost, I'm so grateful and so blessed to be in this position. I'm so honored. Um, being at the forefront is not for the weak. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like noise that goes on in the, in the mix zone and just like other journalists and stuff like that so it's not it's definitely not easy you know what I'm saying especially like trying to stay grounded and bring this electrical this electric energy in in while I'm trying to work and like it's a lot of things that people just don't understand yeah. that we're doing or that they relate to us so it's not easy but one thing I can say is that like I just make sure I focus on the athletes. Like, that's my priority. That's why I'm here here. It's to amplify their voices. So it's been interesting seeing the change and seeing how people are, like,
1: fearful of, yeah. like, yeah. the power that, you know, we hold. Um, I would say that it's been... I mean, like, super heartwarming, like, so far, especially being, like, with you ladies, like, sure. being able and you guys as well, like, being able to walk into a mixed zone and, like, attract me to knowing that, like, okay, like, I'm gonna have people that's gonna back me up if anything mm-hmm. goes wrong or stuff like that, but it's also been heartwarming in the fact that, like, there's been people that's been asking me, like, well, how did you get into this, or, like, what did you do, or, like, what was your background leading up to this point, and it's coming from, like, black men and women, and I'm just like, okay, like, people do see themselves in this position, and I think that's something that a lot of us as, like, our people, like, struggle with like where can we see ourselves in terms of being successful outside of just being the athlete so Mm -hmm. to have those kind of people like come to me and I'm sure come to you guys as well and like ask those kind of questions just makes you feel good about what you're doing because like what T was saying like there's a lot of noise Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day like we're having impact not just on the athletes but on the people that are watching us as well so to know that what we're doing like means something like I don't know that just that feels good for me so
3: yeah and I think that's really important too because no matter like where we end up in this because like You never know like we may like we may never end up to the spot that we want to like in this sport you know but i really feel like there is that inspiration factor and that impact factor that is going to trickle down from like our presence in the media just as like black individuals Mm because it wasn't like that before Mm -hmm. but the fact that we're able to open up the doors in that way especially like in the content creator space or like Semi like journalist type space. I think it's super important especially as young people. It's even cool that like it's cool that we own a podcast right now and like it's evident that Aaron's the oldest person here.
0: Like, <laughs> Whoa, he just called man. you 60 like something, boy.
1: Got them ARP cars coming in. Ain't a
3: lot of times that I'm on a podcast. You feel me? We got someone over here born in 2001. You feel me? Right,
1: me. Bro, oh, oh, so so I'm born in 2000. Don't do too much. Don't do too
3: much. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm literally sorry. finna turn 23 days. That's hella disrespectful of me. I'm sorry. That's hella disrespectful.
1: Exactly. Thank you. This dude's crazy, though. That he everybody. bro. I thought we were talking about track and field, bro. Oh, I guess I thought that straight. I
3: was like, damn. No, I'm serious though, but like the impact that like, just as young creators coming into it, I think is super important and just as black people. And like, even if like, just being able to doors that we've been able to open up just in a little bit, that's been amazing.
4: You do make a point though, because when we go into the mix zone, I'm a young man. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, you know what I'm
4: saying? I'm a young man. Everybody,
1: Everybody else, uh- grandpa i'm, stop playing. I'm sorry
4: <laughs> but i even think too like we talk about all of the highlights and that and like all the things y'all are proud of and, and what you have seen in the progress but we know you've faced adversity and i even talked to pre you've been i mean bleh, i say pre you i mean t yeah. you've been to pre this is your third your third time mm-hmm. what's it been like just seeing the change <laughs> over over these three years as well and then you got to go to worlds this year you were at at a European uh, meets last year, mm-hmm. what's it been like for you? You know, facing that adver- adversity as the only a lot of time.
2: Um. Well, first of all, it's been amazing seeing the growth. Like, my year one Magic Boost, I was the only black woman. Like, I didn't have nobody to check my lashes, check my hair, you feel me? So, like, seeing, being in the mix zone with y'all is everything. Like, I love it. I love being in the mix zone with all my people. Like, just like y'all have my back, I have y'all's. Like, it's just a, like a family thing. But, um, no, the adversity's been crazy, man. Like, it's so unexpected. Like, you wouldn't really expect, like, you would think people would be happy that, like, we have somebody who can get this out of these athletes. But it's more like, well, that's not real journalism. Or, like, mm-hmm. what, are, what are they doing? Like, you know, what are they doing here? And it's just like, I'm doing the same thing you doing. Like yeah. I know the sport. This is, you know what I'm saying? Like I just have a way to relate <laughs> to, them and connect it to them. It. So it's like it's it's been it's been tough, I'm not going to lie. It's very much I didn't think it was going to be like this much adversity as far as like I I would think like fan comments, yeah, but like adversity from the people who are like in there is weird to me, but um it's been a struggle like I said. Like it's definitely have its discouraging moments. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm going to be How transparent.
4: How do you operate that too? Because I feel like we've seen you grow professionally yeah. Yeah. as well. And like take on those jobs where you're working with USA, USATF, or you've been yeah. on, on highlight her. Like yeah. that's a, that's a huge, that's a huge following a huge deal. And Kayla, right. I want to get to you as well, both of you all. Cause you both have, everyone here has done a lot of professional things too. Yeah. Like you're working with world athletics, what you've done with USPOC. Yeah. I think that's super interesting but what's it like navigating those spaces if you want to finish that off and then we'll jump to you kaylin and back to demetra
2: um i'll just say like i'll just keep god first um like i said like my priority even though like a lot of noise is happening my priority is the athletes like as long as they're happy and their voice is heard then like nothing else really matters because eventually they're going to catch on and they're going to adapt to the change that we are bringing like is it just following me around like you <laughs> but um but yeah like it is what it is, man. I'm just blessed and I'm grateful just to be in this position. Like if if it takes me to be on the front the front line to make the change, then so be it. Like I'm here.
4: It is what it is.
1: Yeah. It is what it is. I would definitely say like it's been a struggle. Um and I would say it probably became like the biggest struggle for me, like when we got to our championships because um thankfully like the person who's like overseeing me for what athletics been, like he's been real supportive in terms of like the content that I make for them because like at the end of the day, like We knew what you were doing, and we thought that that was best for us. So, like, we're always glad and, like, proud to have you, and, like, we love everything that you do for us. But he's like, anything that you need us to do to protect you, because I don't know if y'all was looking at them comments during World Championship. They was on it. They Like, some people be, like, real ridiculous and be like, who is this fat like 300 pound woman? I'm like, yo, what? Yo, yo, I'm like, first of all, I'm a whole college athlete, so yeah. stop playing with me. No. Like, who is this? Who, yes, oh, like, who wild. is this fat lady like screaming in my face? Just like a whole lot of discouraging comments, and it got to the point where I was just like, I'ma post and get off social media, because I really can't do it, and that sucks because when I first started doing all the social media stuff before I actually got, like, real jobs and it's like I was just doing it for fun, like, yeah. tweeting and going viral and, like, doing yeah. all the other stuff, I was doing it because it just made me happy, and I wanted other people to understand that, like, you can find passions in your sport without having to do, like, the most traditional things on Earth and stuff like that, so that definitely, like, sucked a lot, and like I said, um, definitely, like, the support system, like T was saying, you you know always keeping God first but then also making sure that the people that you're working for like actually care about you mm-hmm. because when you're doing something like what I'm doing or like what we're doing in terms of like being in the front or like doing something different for an organization a lot of people are always gonna have something to say about mm-hmm. it so if your organization is cool with having you but they're not cool with backing you then like that's not something somebody that's that you cool. really want to be mm-hmm. with but Ben was like do you want to post the video and then we collab and then you change like the, the settings like all the like really just a lot of extensive conversation conversations about like how they could protect me and my mental health and like if I could read you the whole message that he sent me like they they was really backing me and so I think that having a support system that cares about you is what's really important I love that
3: I feel that W World Athletics yeah
0: yeah Yeah. not gonna lie I forgot the question (laughs) I was gonna say
4: well we can switch it up too I mean I feel like your unique situation with USPOC and it's working with like athletes from because it's not just track and field with that everybody either and how is it operating that between tiny talks, your own thing, and then transitioning into something that's, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of like in a box. And you want to make bit. the
3: marker too that like she's definitely more corporate. Than yeah, it is. Compared yeah. to like, you're definitely like in the corporate world. And mm-hmm. and a lot of your positions have been like, you're also, you're also an agent. That's yeah.
0: Yeah, I be doing, I be doing <laughs> my big one, but not <laughs> God be doing his big one. but. <laughs> I think it's interesting because Tiny Talks was a passion project, like that's how it started. And then I found myself inside the corporate landscape, inside social media as a content creator. And I think working for, for context, USOPC is at the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee, AKA at Team USA on all platforms. Yeah. So they do winter and summer sports, all the sports, but my specialty is obviously track. And I think coming in as a content creator, I don't, no, I don't, they've never worked with a content creator that's also an employee. So it's trying to navigate this space of, how do I still represent my own brand? Because I would like to consider myself a micro-influencer with the brand that I made before entering their doors. Like how do I still fight for myself, but still make sure that they're protected? Because they're a big brand, like they want to protect themselves. So it's interesting to navigate and they are open to navigating it. And I think it's a constant battle of how do you fight for the athletes, fight for my own voice, but also still live up to the standards that this like it's the olympic committee like yeah like they have standards so it's inter- i'm still navigating it but i'm constantly making changes putting people on where i can um like photographers videographers like still trying to find ways i'm like hey this person's qualified to do this job so it's it's a work in progress but it's always a constant fight to kind of get like people who look like us in the door
3: yeah and i feel like you were saying the other day too that like you really like TMUSA because the people you work with is very diverse, yeah. too, and I feel like that's something they don't. Well, that's something that you always want to like improve. You know, mm-hmm. companies are talking about improving that, improving that, improving that, but them already doing that—that's amazing to hear and encouraging to hear, to say the least.
0: Yeah, it's nice. They have, I mean, from a even from a disability standpoint, because Disability Awareness and Employment Month is coming up next month. But <laughs> so even from, like a disability standpoint, racial diversity, gender diverse, like there's every single person in that room, and I think that my voice is always still heard because yeah. yes i might be the only person that's a content creator micro influencer former athlete but there's somebody else in that room who's also something very different for me so i think it's always constant collaboration um, and we just be figuring it out you know yeah. and like rolling with the punches and keep growing like sometimes i might have to take down a post but you know i try <laughs> and then it's not the end of the world no,
3: yeah,
4: for real. what would you all say from those battles that you went through or the that you face—is is there something, a key thing that you would take away from this past year, or from the past couple of years that you've been doing this right now, to you but not, you're not in your head? Well,
2: uh, the key takeaway is that it don't matter who it is, how big, how small, nobody can stop what God has planned for me. Girl, we got to be you preaching on here today. Like yeah. it don't matter what you do to try to block me, what you try to do to try to stop my access, what God got for me gonna be for me regardless. That's my key takeaway period
1: um i would say i mean i don't know i feel like there's so many takeaways um i'm, I'm definitely like agreeing with t but i think i also just want to touch on the fact that like if you want something like you really got to try your best to make it work and like sometimes that mentality that mentality is really hard to have when like you're going like through so much because like for me like i'm still in school yeah. i'm still competing right. i'm still doing media stuff and like most of the people who've been in the magic Boost program or most of the people who are just athletes or just media like they're not doing like the same things that i'm doing like even with jasmine like with her like yes she's still competing and doing media but like she's not in school still so like i'm literally doing all of these things and like i'm constantly trying to have to like negotiate like with my coaches with the people that i work for like all this stuff like even like with magic Blues, like i couldn't be here like the entire week because i'm like missing half a week of practice is just literally not gonna fly so it, it's just so much stuff that you kind of have to like work with but kind of the tease point that like if god wants it to happen like it's gonna happen and so while i'm sitting here like literally using all of my brain cells to try to make everything work the way that i feel like god wants it to or i feel like it should be um like, it's gonna be fine at the end of the day because what has to happen is gonna happen and you're, so. and you're
4: i think too you're getting your master's right yeah i'm
1: getting my master's so i'm not just like an undergrad and yeah. having to like bs classes and stuff like that like there's not a lot of people in my classes i'm only taking three classes so the workload is definitely a lot more um and like it's really hard to kind of just like slip and slide like through your classes like you actually have to show up you actually have to pay attention so i can't just not be somewhere if I don't want to but like thankfully I have professors that like understand that I am an athlete but I'm also like doing things to further my career so they're a lot more understanding if I have other things to do but other people might not be so fortunate to have like those kind of people like in their corner so definitely grateful for like the people that's that's really trying to help me get through all of this.
3: I have a question Caitlyn just how do you how do you manage this like how do you manage and how do you prioritize everything because like bro, there's like four different versions of you
1: It's so many and it's so strange as if you were just like I feel like you could do all this stuff but I'm like I am doing all this stuff but' it's just, it's just so much going on I don't know if I can commit myself to everything in the way that I really want to but the managing part is it's hard because sometimes I find my, find myself asking God like If he can allow me to do certain things. And so sometimes what I see that he likes to do is like when he has me set up in certain positions, like he'll kind of let one fall off so that way I can like do good on the other. So like I came to Kentucky because I'm trying to be Miss D1, Miss SEC, Miss All American, Miss D1 champion. As y'all know, I ain't go nowhere last year. I was on my couch every single weekend, barely saw my team. Team was gone from Wednesday to Sunday, was practicing by myself the entire week, uh, entire week essentially. But then I'm traveling, what is like my 12th trip of the yeah. year in terms yeah. of, like, media. And, like, now that side of me is blowing up. Yeah. But then also now this year, um, I don't have a – so, like, I have school paid for, but I don't have to be a TA anymore. So it's like I don't have a job so mm-hmm. I can just focus on track and if I'm focusing on track like who knows what's going to happen when the season comes around. So God kind of does these things in my life where he allows them to go up and down and like it stresses me out initially but then when I realize like oh like I remember like I did ask him for this and like yeah. this is a way that I could get to that particular point then like I try my best not to kind of like stress and like freak out about it.
3: Yeah, yeah and it really comes down to like a trust factor cuz mm-hmm. I feel like we've all kind of like I feel yeah. Shoot, that's.
4: I feel like you, guys, you guys have similar
3: like journeys in a, bro, in a different. Way. We do, like, we do, we? Yeah. we do a lot, bro. We do a lot. Well, just like with your coach, your coaching, yeah, I was coaching school, high wow. school. Uh, I was coaching high school, but I just left coaching high school. But I, in the time before being the summer, like I was coaching. You were forced out doing, though. T- yeah, I was. I was, <laughs> I was in a way you could say that. I was coaching. You feel me? Like full time, basically doing running report to black like, runners, like. I don't know. I feel like there's there's more stuff. Like, going to school, like there's just a lot. You, but I feel like it's it's easy for me to say that, and be like you can relate because like you can relate. And, and but it's not a normal situation. Even the situation that like Dimitri is in, like you do so many. Even the situation that Aaron's in, like all of us. T like all of us do so many different things, and like we try to manage so many different things, and it turns us crazy yeah, at yes. one point. But I think how you guys were saying like that trust in god or that trust in something and like especially for for god for a lot of us and just the fact of just like focusing on like this dude has a predestined he has a predestined uh, plan for your life and if you're able to just trust in that and fully commit, then like you can find some peace in the hard times. Cause I definitely had a hard summer, bro. Like I was, I was basically breaking up with my cross country team, bro. As I like, I was getting, as I had to leave the team, like that sucks, bro. Are you with with kids for two years, you feel me? And you got to break up with the team. That's a horrible situation. But like, it's definitely something that where I look at, I'm all like, dang, like I have a lot of opportunities as I go into my last, my senior year of college, my last semester to where like I can finish off strong with an internship. I got more time to really handle all this stuff. And like, I can really attack Runner Report and Two Black Runners as I enter the workforce. So things definitely leave, but as things leave, more opportunities come along with it. But the managing in between, I feel like is what is really hard. And like how you are saying, T, like, that's where, like, people aren't gonna stop you, but like, how do you manage your emotions in those moments as the enemy you feel me? Coming at you great from question. every, okay. every end. Like what are the practical things? Great What's practically question. you doing?
2: Man, uh, I don't, I don't have an answer. That's why it's a great <laughs> question. I'm still working on it. Like, it was time at Worlds where I cried in the mix zone. I don't even know if you were around, but like I'm over here trying to interview me and Ali and I bust out crying because like, just the pressure that was going on around me, like just nitpicking at me on certain things. So like, I'm still figuring out how to balance my emotions and how to, um, that's why I'm in therapy. You know me, and you feel me, and stuff like that, because I'm trying to figure out how to balance my emotions and separate it from the business aspect of stuff. Because my I like, y'all saw me in speaking with impact. I got up there and did my little thing. I almost cried because I'm my emotions are like, I have a yeah. very high emotional IQ. So like my emotions, I'm like super super emotional. So like I'm I'm trying to navigate that as of right now. So we're getting there. It's a work in progress.
3: No, that, that's I'm great in though. For the journey. That's low key <laughs> what we were talking about earlier today. You know when we were talking about Shannon. Shannon Sharpe on first take and he was calling, uh, he was calling, uh, he was calling Stephen A Skip. Dang it. He was like, dang it, dang it. But like, you gotta realize this dude's a high level, hall of famer, yes. NFL yeah. tight I like messing up. Yeah. That man is a perfectionist.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's a But that was, tra- that situation was also traumatic. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was, it's deeper. If it's coming out on national television, like it must be deeper than what we see on the surface yeah. you know what i'm saying No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um and things affect people in different ways yeah. but when you were talking about opportunities i think that was a great segue into demetra we get over there we get i think so. Hold we on. segue into demetra because i feel like you find you really good at finding opportunities what? too
1: if there's one thing demetra gonna do is have a job what? yes okay talk about it you know how they say kiki palmer's always booked and busy demetra carter Palmer. is always booked and busy <laughs> thanks where do
4: you just find is it like an internal motivation or are you just do you have like are you a visionary type of person do you always like see where you want to go or like because i remember when i first met you you said yeah i'm about to be an agent i'm about to take this test and then a couple <laughs> late, months later you posted like oh you passed the test i was like oh shit." Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah i
0: don't i don't know what i would call it i think i'm very like planned so for example my goal is to go to paris i got plan a b c d one of them finished shake. Um and I also think like tying what honestly everybody here is saying, like I really trust God's timing has ability to prepare me for the next step too because i think a lot of my positions i think some things i should start saying no to not everything that it comes to my table is mm-hmm. sent by god which i'm starting to learn yeah, now amen. oh girl wait a minute me, it took me saying yes to figure that out the hard way oh, i had to go to my therapist we had to have a little conversation yeah. about it mm-hmm. um so i think doing that and kind of trusting my intuition um kind of helps with that but honestly it's not about what you know it's about who you know t good at it you good at it and both of y'all good at it shake the right hands and somebody's gonna be like oh demetra be great for this or oh like aaron you'll be great for this but they put your name in it but yeah i'll be staying booked and busy i'm just trying to fix track and field through the like media the right through the us. agency through the business mm-hmm. side like i'm just trying to go in as many places as i can and fix it like just Wait. fix it
3: let's go there then yeah why are you trying to fix it what what makes this sport so great? Why are we trying to fix track and field? You feel me? You got Noah Lyles telling people like world <laughs> champions going on, a, but like why is it? Why is he doing that? Like, because a lot of people, I feel like there's some people questioning that. You feel me? But like, why why are you why do you love this sport? Why are you trying to fix this sport so badly that you have seven different jobs in it? You
0: know? <laughs> and they all got to do with track. But I think I think my thing is. Like, growing up running track, I think the sport has given me so much, mm. and I would like to do the same for the sport. And I think that for me running, I'll say in high school, I don't think it's changed as much as it should have. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of things move forward, and I don't think track has. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say too much because I don't want to get in trouble. But I, I can talk for you. Yeah, you <laughs> no. can talk for I'll pass it to Caitlin, but I think that has a lot to do with the fact. I think that it, it should be pushing forward, and it's it's not. I think Olympics might change some things. I have a theory. But And that's that's <laughs> 2013.
3: 2013. Next year. 2013, 2013 is when you started running track in high school. That's what I'm saying.
0: Well, I don't know. I started
3: I started I started high school. I started high school yeah, in 2014. So 2013 so yeah, yeah, yeah. you yes. started. I started in 2012 cuz I started in 2012. So in 10, in in yes. so in 10 years, 11 years, you mm-hmm. feel like we haven't really.
0: No. Yeah, I
3: graduated high school in 2012. I feel
0: like, mm-hmm. I feel like nothing's changing. I think, I love what Noah Laws is doing with the personnel. I love what Shakira is doing it, but it's not like we haven't seen it. It's just the first time we've seen it in like, what, Ten since years. Flojo and Usain Bolt? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not anything like.
3: Since 2012. Yeah, it's not like, <laughs> oh, we
0: ain't never seen this before. It's like, no, like, in my head, I love what they're doing. Everybody's like, this is what the sport needs. I'm like, the sport has had this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I we had these people, like, we had a lot of athletes on the track talking all this hot stuff, bucking at people, like all Nothing. these things. I'm like, but we ain't. You could do all the social media stuff in the world, with the people up top and the people in corporations don't do anything. What mm-hmm. we really doing? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think we can help with it as media, but I think it also starts with the athletes too. Uh-huh. Like if they really want it, which they do, but if they take the actions necessary, then like I think we're golden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think for me the reason why i want to change it so much is like Demetrius was saying like how much like the sport is given to me but also like t like i'm a very like emotional person and like i can like always like tell when somebody's like super passionate about something and so it sucks when you got people that give their life to this sport on whatever level that they're on and they don't get anything out of it because there are very yeah. few people who are like Shikari and Noah and Grant, who are making that much money. Most of the people are coming out here and they're losing money. But at the end of the day, you got to think about, well, I'm investing my name and like all this other stuff in and, and hopes that at some point that like this sport will change or I will get something out of it. And then sometimes there's people that go through that entire process and they get nothing. And that hurts me because... I mean, I know I sound crazy, but I still want to be a professional athlete. And, like, I don't want that to be the space that I have to go through. And the people after me, I don't want that to be the space that they go through. And so, for me, I'm so committed to changing it because it's, like, one, I want to be in it, but then also I've seen how horribly it's affected other people. And I just don't want people to feel like if this is the life that they choose to live, that they're, like, setting themselves up for failure because they decided to chase their passion. Like, that sucks. And... I feel like, okay, yes, every sport is corrupt because at the end of the day, it's all capitalism, but like, I mean, you could go ride the bench for a year or two in the NFL and still be making set. bank. Yeah. If you ride in the bench in track and field, you're probably going to you're be homeless, living out dollars. of your car. You're making nothing. That's saying, NFL, NBA, like they all got their own problems, politically, financially, or whatever. But at the end of the day, you can't say you ain't never gonna be set. And if you take care of your money correctly, whether you're making the most or the least, you can or might be set for life, or at least half your life. And that's all that matters. And so I just want. Us to get to that point to where it's like, yeah, we can't change everything because, I mean, at the end of the day, like some people is just horrible people but like if we can get to the points where we can actually take care of our athletes financially then okay we can start to worry about the rest of those problems and like demetra is saying i feel like media can help with that people like no and should and other people deciding that they want to speak out can also kind of lead us there it's a whole like thing like every time if you ask know this question be like, we can talk for three hours i can talk for like 10 hours about this yeah. but that's just my overall like passion behind like wanting to like fix whatever we got going on.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. I would say for, for me personally, like I get burnt. I got, I really got burnt out like last year a little bit. And just like, uh, like I love this podcast, you know, I love talking, but like, I just, I want to be in a position to where mm-hmm. I can take action and do something. And when I can't, when I get to a certain point at times, I'm just like, dude, I just don't even want to like talk about it. Cause it just like upsets me. And there's just so many, like we all know there's just so many layers like how you're saying the people higher up. And I appreciate what y'all saying about the athletes. Like I've been there before when I graduated, I kept on, I kept on running and stuff. But like the reason I stopped it's because like, why would I keep on running? Like, what am I going what's that going to do for me? Like, but I definitely don't, it'd be amazing for people to be able to, you know, still pursue it and it, not think of it as like, dang, I'm like throwing away like this time period of my life mm-hmm. where I could be, I wouldn't say like throwing it away, but it's just like, bro, I'm, I might be getting set back or I got to figure I got to figure something out like right now or like you get an injury and you have no you have no health insurance. You have right. no one that can help you, no trainers, no nothing like that's just yeah, sad. yeah, no, it is. It's really sad. And I I'm the with, same with you. Like track has given me everything. Like when I went to college, I picked the I picked exercise science. Yes, because I want to learn about my body. <laughs> And improve myself, but also because it was easy, I was just one trying to run. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This you gotta do. Like you know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? And then after that, I worked at a running store. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now I work for a running like all right. I've, everything I've done has been within it. So like for me, I just feel like if I didn't have track and field, I put all my I put all my eggs in that basket. But I'm all, I'm lucky doing okay. I'm lucky doing okay over here. I Ain't even gonna cap. But I feel all, all y'all saying, but. T, yeah, why, why, why you love this?
2: Man, I just fell in love with the sport, man. I Like, every since I was a kid, I was always racing people in elementary school, whooping Destiny. boys, you feel me? Like, I just fell in love with the sport, and big, piggybacking off of what all of y'all said, it's given me so much. I'm a first-generation college graduate in my family, and like, the only reason why I went to school was for track. You feel me? So it's like, this sport has given me so much, it's really changed my life, and I want to give back to it and uplift it as much as I can.
3: Was it Guns Up? What is Rick'em. it? It's Wreckum. First, First of all, uh,
1: Go Cakes. That looks like a go game of <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. low-key, low-key, <laughs> I'm not banging C, so <laughs> whoever's
0: saying something, um, I don't roll like My that. My name is Kaitlyn Hutchison.
1: <laughs> Y'all not finna play with me.
3: But I was gonna ask too, I think we're gonna ask about like highlights of your guys' this year, but putting a twist on it, just what do you feel like what was a project that you feel like you did this year that made you feel like you're making that change in this sport if it's just the real if it's just if it's something that uh, in totality but what do you feel like one project that you did this year that you felt like man this is what i was supposed to do and i'm making some type of impact that could be pushing this sport forward so that when we're in 2032 2033 dimitri is like okay we moved forward a little bit you know.
0: I wish I had one but I don't so I'm gonna give y'all top three. Um, One I would say personally I worked with On Running which is my first like shoe brand like working with them deal, and fell in love with it. Two I worked with Under Armour but there was a specific meet and it was like regular people running like amateurs and the amount of people that showed up to this race, the people that showed up to watch them to run, y'all it was like it's bigger than some of these track meets and i think to see that it was in baltimore apparently they had like training sessions leading up i think to see people love the sport as much as like we do i was impressed like that community to run and die i don't know about y'all y'all not finna catch me running a mile i don't do that (laughs) but like to see that i was i think it kind of made me happy and i know they were like what was your favorite me i was like that was my favorite one like take the athlete personality out of it. It was them, like seeing their passion kind of made me happy. And then my third one, it's an Instagram reel. It's on Team USA. it's on my channel too now, but Sydney McLaughlin juggling. That's my best reel of all time. I'm so proud of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they asked for a video with a million views I delivered. And I think seeing all the journalists always say she can juggle, she could juggle. Yeah. I think I was the first person to like show that she could. And that kind of mm-hmm. put it in people's heads too that this woman has a personality because I don't think she's on social, like she's on social media, but she ain't really, she really ducked She'll be off. On she with it. her man in yeah. the no, shop and too. I love it, no. here, here. Um And I think to showcase her personality and also to trust me to showcase her personality too. Cause she won't be liking to stay in the mix on that long. So oh, <laughs> yeah, that one made me happy.
3: You guys all have really good interviews. Well, videos of like Sydney, like you, well, it's, it's a couple, you have the good one with the world athletics, when you when you talking when you won that 400, oh, yeah, yeah. all y'all have like good videos of like Sydney. But T, what's a project that you did this year that you felt like was pushing the sport forward? And your perspective, like with um, your why?
1: Everything,
2: yeah. <laughs> God, like this is yeah. my 93rd track meet this season. Yeah, you better hold it right. It's same, right bro, up on same, what the heck? I'm <laughs> no surprised you still Don, what
1: standing. You to? I'm, I'm down at the 12. Yeah.
2: but um. So it's, it's really hard for me to put my finger pinpoint to one, but um, man, uh, I don't know, man. I guess I can say like, I can just give y'all my favorite moments. Um, one was uh, USA's, uh, the Shakira interview. Uh, she didn't talk to nobody in the mix zone with me, but me. And not just that, but like the way she spoke life to me in an interview about, that's supposed to be about her, but she made it about me was pretty wild. Um, I feel like her saying that Spoke to all the athletes because, like, after she did it, then everybody started to do it. Like Sharika Jackson mentioned, like mentioned like the effect I had on the athletes, and then like Thea, the triple jumper, mentioned the effect I had on athletes. So like, I felt like her saying that kind of like set the tone for other athletes to like, wait a minute, let me see what they what she's talking about. Let me Mm -hmm. let me talk to her, like you know. So I feel like that kind of helped. Kind of push the sport and it's just a way to athletes to feel more comfortable talking to people who they feel like they want to talk to. Yeah. Um, another one I want to say is Fred Curley at Worlds. uh, I'm uh like, I don't know, he's the reigning world oh champion. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I remember that one. I yeah, that one. he didn't make it to the final. And coming through, I was so he wasn't going to stop. But then Fred comes in front of me and was like, What you want to ask me? And I'm like, <laughs> When your birthday. Like, I <laughs> was so anxious, so like, shaking. And, like, literally people were asking him questions, and he didn't even answer nothing. He waited till I got ready to ask him a question. And I just felt like him doing – like, him speaking, being the reigning world champion and not making it to the final and him sharing how he felt was so impactful because I just felt like him – being like not being at the top is, is is hard like especially when you were just there and like I guess the interview on TV I didn't yeah. get to watch it but I guess it was not that's what's really
4: crazy it's yeah. like you don't know what you don't you were in the mix zone so you don't know what happened up there but exactly on TV with Lewis it was just like he didn't so have much... to say yeah well Lewis basically was like forcing him to speak you know yeah. it just wasn't this wasn't the best it just wasn't the best
2: yeah and then for him to come down there and just say like I just was that man today and like for him to just express how he felt I just felt like that showed people that it's not all go, 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 go. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard to remain on top once yeah. you get there. Like, you have a target on your back, and everybody wanna beat you. So, I just felt like him sharing that and sharing his experience about, like, it's not all about winning, and today I just wasn't that guy helped transcend the sport too, because it's like, okay, so like, I know, now I know that I can't just come in here thinking I'm finna win everything all the time. Like, I'm gonna have years to where I'm not the best, but that's not gonna stop nothing. So those are, I guess those are two two moments I felt was very, very key in like helping just to transcend the sport from a media perspective. But like, I got more plans.
3: Yeah, I think it's cool when we see the athletes as humans, you know, when they have yes. like those human moments. Yeah. And when all those, all those moments that you mentioned, even you Demetria with Sydney just juggling tennis mm-hmm. balls, like that's such a human moment, you know, yeah. and like, those are those are some of the best moments like for sure and Kaitlyn what about for you
1: I know you asked for one but now I got two <laughs> <laughs> hey. so I would say the first one was this year when I went to New Balance indoors especially but then also outdoors um I had never been like a MC or like a commentator or anything yeah. but literally um the guy came up to Chris and was like yo like we can just have her like announcing and I was like girl okay (laughs) so i'm like all right man and it was just like so seamless and like so smooth and he was really just like bring your personality like there's a couple of things that like you kind of have to like stay on target with but like besides that like just do whatever you want to like just turn the stadium up and like i'm a really good hype man like i'm gonna just go around bragging about that and i like bragging but like i'm gonna hype you up and so it was so much fun like bringing my energy to that space because like so many high school kids were just like oh my god like new balance nev- new balance nationals has never been this turn or like the other couple people that was up on here before you yeah it was not eating but you 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 did something that made us feel happy that made us feel good but then this is also an apology to all the high schoolers the reason why he plays little uzi at every meet is because of me i suggested it one time and he never stopped so so sorry but no. i just feel as though like being able to do that and like People coming to me and being like, no, like, you being the person that you are, like, actually means something made me so happy. And then, like, for those videos to kind of, like, go viral and stuff is really nice. But then even, like, when I went to New Balance Outdoors, there was a lot of, like, trying to, like, pull me in a bunch of different directions because y'all know I do a lot of stuff. But, like, the guy was like, no, like, you need to, like, be announcing this Women's 200 right now because, like, these girls need you. And then, like, even after, Adeja Howard was like, girl, as soon as I heard you on the mic, she's like, I knew I had to cut up on this yeah. track. I was like wait you so serious she's like no like i'm so for real like hearing you just made me like so excited because she's like you know i love Race and shanti and like all this other stuff so like to hear you like hyping us up like made me so happy so being able to do that this year which is, like a new space i kind of got into is really nice but then i say the next one is uh the press conference after she carried 100 when i was able to like speak to her it was so crazy because everybody in there was laughing at me Loki trying to tell me to shut up because i was talking for too long but that made me happy in terms of like yes we're moving the sport forward because when that video went viral the amount of like aunties and uncles that were just like you said everything that we've been wanting to say to her since day one it was like we don't care about nothing that she had going on we just wanted somebody to tell her that like you know like as a community, like we here for you. So for me to do something that I thought was like literally insignificant, but like for other people to be like, no, like you, like you are embodying like what all of us are thinking. And then for people to be gracious and nice enough to kind of like speak that back into me was like very, very like heartwarming because I was just trying to let her know like, girl, like you like you got it. Like don't yeah. worry about nothing else. But everybody else being like, no, like you did something special that let me feel good, so.
4: Yeah, I feel like this new area is like this new era is just media that is like for the athletes. You all mentioned that you really care about the athletes, and all of the exa- all of those examples just shows like the energy that you're putting into others, and then they're coming to you and they're expressing that. Like that's amazing that like she came up to you after the, after the race and just talked about how much you impact. You know her her racing and her competition Mm -hmm. and wanting to step it up and T I think that was a great point what you're saying about Fred that he just was like I know I can stop here and this is this is a safe space Mm -hmm. and traditionally in the track and field media mix zone it's all about who you're working for and just getting that quote Mm -hmm. to get out it's like it's not like it doesn't feel like the people in there actually care about the athletes or even the sport and growing it and going forward they just. Are out there to collect the check mm-hmm. most of the time, mm-hmm. and I think with you three and just a lot of the people in the Magic Boost in general, everyone is passion-driven, and it really it really comes to life, and it's been cool to cool to be a part of.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely, and like as we start to like closing out with everything, I think we should shout out Magic Boost, just thanking yeah. them. Shout out, shout out to Magic out Boost. <laughs> <laughs> really, just like the opportunity to bring all of these voices together and like uplift us and elevate us and but really having this community like no other cuz i think if if it wasn't for magic boost like we would definitely have me and Aaron would have made some type sort of a community but it would have been through online you yeah. know and virtually but like being able to come together like at pre or in new york or at USA's or whatever it may be. And like, actually like have friends, you know, in yeah. a sense, not just like media that you see, hey, what's up bro, you know, like, but like these people that I can, I can hit yeah. up. These I people can I say hit
4: karaoke with them, you know? If yeah, I know. take you to karaoke, we hey. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, We
1: like that for Swing. Oh, so
3: it's, it's amazing what Magic Boost has done, like, for us and everything like that. Um, as we do close out, did you have a question that you wanted to ask as we did you have a question or do you want me to just go with my question? Or you want to see what my what question was? I want I to see, see
4: what your question was now because oh, I was like, okay. I don't know. <laughs> but what, uh, let's go here. Just where? What? What's
3: next? That's what I would have asked.
0: Ooh. My bad, my bad, girl. my bad. I didn't
3: say <laughs> <laughs> like, what's next for you guys going forward? What should we look out for? And like, I don't wanna ask you like what change you wanna see in the sport. Cause I feel like that's such a cliche thing to yeah. ask and it's all yes. like, bro, like- All of it. Yeah, like all of it, bro. Let's change everything. Everyone yeah. wants to change something. But like, what's just next for you guys? What should we watch out for? And like, what are you, what are you excited? I don't know. What are you excited for? I'm just curious to meet you. Cool. Right?
0: honestly, I think my biggest thing next year is the Olympics. What capacity, who knows? But I think in some way, shape or form, Demetria will be in Paris. Um, and then prior to Paris, don't know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I wish there was more, but like there's world indoors and all those things I wanna go to. But I think my biggest thing is the Olympics, but I think that's kind of a lot of people's goals right now.
3: Yeah, I think mean, we all wanna be in Paris. Yeah. We all wanna be in Paris. <laughs> Facts,
2: I'm in Paris too with all y'all. Um, and also I am working on transitioning out of the mix zone. With some stuff, so I'm working on a real talk with T called Live in Effect. Uh, it's a sit down it's a, conversation. Wait, this is an exclusive, it's exclusive, yeah. it's exclusive, man. Breaking break 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 news. <laughs> um, I did my first one uh at Pre Classic, I did a sit down with Mondo Duplantis. Um, it went great. We did a gritty race and all, it, it was real bad. fire. But uh, no I want to don't worry about all that. Okay, you gotta tune in tune next tune month, in. it's coming out in October, but um. Yeah, and it was great, and I just feel like as the year, the years come on and, like, next year, I plan on doing these more around track events and including a live audience and including more guests, maybe two per show, but that's what's coming up for me. I'm always being in a mixed zone, of course, but I'm definitely trying to find a way to transition out of there
1: and um, start that, so that's what's up. That's, that's what's up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, for media-wise, I don't really know, like, Olympics, yeah, but... I think if God's allowed allows it that I want to put majority of my energy into like finishing my college career the way that I always wanted it to be. So like once I'm done with this as soon as I get back on Monday, we're locking in for fall training and we're just going to do everything in our power to make sure coach has me on that list to be on that bus, that plane, that train, whatever it is because I want to compete. I know how fast I can be, how fast I want to be, how fast God will hopefully like allow me to be. And so I just don't wanna be the person that like came to Kentucky and they're like, Oh, well you're on the roster. Like, okay, there's a lot of people on this roster, but like I wanna be somebody that somebody cares about because of their athletic talent. Like that sounds a little like, okay, like we're trying to move away from that, but I feel like I've accomplished so many things so far in terms of me outside of being an athlete that like I kinda wanna go back to just being an athlete for a little while and like showing people that like I want you to respect me on the track just as well as you respect respect me off the track. So
3: and best of luck of you doing that. Definitely for somebody that I gave up like running more in college because doing two black runners and everything like that. And there's a, a bunch of like there's other like my appendix burst and everything. And I didn't have there's, there's a lot, lot of things. There's a lot of things like <laughs> to go into COVID, you feel me? There's a lot of things that we can go into. But like giving that up and like definitely in times being all like dang bruh like I see all my friends at NCAAs like at mm-hmm. conference meets and I'm all like shoot bruh I wish I was running a little bit but I'm like I'm also happy though like I'm chilling like I'm doing my thing but it's all like I wish I had like that one more chance you feel mm-hmm. me so like best of luck of you just like really taking that next step and like when you do that too and like if you're able to like lock in and just being a D1 athlete don't don't think that like if you have to like block out socials or anything, like mm-hmm you're definitely missed, like from the social media game. Like don't think when you walk away from it for a second that like, oh, like people aren't gonna be thinking about me when I come Mm -hmm. back, like no one's affected or impacted, like your impact is definitely like there, like on Twitter, on Instagram, anything like that. No one can be you. Yeah, no (laughs) no one can be you. So so like, just like believe that, like, don't get down in the dumps in that fact, you know, like your spot is secured. I really feel like that. So but like, looking, yeah. you know what H- I mean? H- so like, is. keep on, yeah. Really Don't like grind, cry, bro. grind at NCAAs. Bro, I want to I want to be there. Where, where at next year? Where at next year? I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm year? to get
0: that national. Oregon. Here? I'm trying to get that J.Bachship <laughs> interview. I'm <laughs> trying to okay. get that off the track. it's oh, in Austin last year. I'm talking about Austin's the better track for it, but. It, it's just it, hot it, though. I think, I think you get better times because NCAAs, it's always warmer. That's why all the records are yeah. broken At true. college last, I mean, like every time it's in Austin, I thought people breaking records. That's what she carried about, her collegiate record. Sure, 75. The only thing
3: I don't like about Austin is like, at least for a TV, like the lights just be low key bad. Like, true. it just be dark on the track. Because they,
0: they
2: have to do it at night because it's
3: too
0: hot. Yeah, 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 true, true, yeah, true, true. It's too it's too but Oregon, when I was here for Nash, we don't need to talk about this. When I was here for nationals, it was raining one oh, year. Yeah, it hell. It hell. When was 100, it was hell. Yeah. Yeah. That year, that senior was trying to break the collegiate record. It poured. She was. Like, I gotta do it during prelims, not finals. I'm like, that's crazy. Texas, you could break it whenever you want to.
1: Yeah. So. And be on fire. Always. <laughs> Literally. Bring them
3: outside. Outside. Walnut, California. I wanna, I bring bring them Sack. I
2: want to give y'all, y'all flowers real quick. I always mm-hmm. say this. I don't know if this is my like third time on the show saying the same thing, but like <laughs> without y'all. I wouldn't be here. Without y'all sending me the application for Magic Boost. I wouldn't be here. I have so much respect for both of y'all. Like, I really call y'all my brothers because I really feel like y'all my brothers. Josh, you are my little brother. Oh, okay. okay <laughs> but, yeah, that's crazy. But no, I really want to give y'all flowers because like I have so much respect for y'all. And what y'all do does not go unnoticed. I know y'all wasn't on the track scene how y'all wanted to be this year, but y'all were missed. And y'all work still with Saul. And and I just wanna let y'all know that y'all's presence Thank you. is always valuable in this space. And I love y'all. Retweet yeah. times
1: ten. Period. What T said. Well, exactly. We ain't <laughs> going nowhere. Said. We'll be back.
3: <laughs> we'll be back, Nike outdoor, you feel me? We do we it tonight. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, mm. We know that. You feel me? But appreciate y'all coming on the podcast. Appreciate everybody for listening, checking it out. Our third time at the Prefontaine Classic during our annual podcast. Aaron, you got anything else, else to say before we get out of here? No, we just this is greatness this is greatness you know
4: yeah and i'm just excited to be like i said this is my favorite podcast of the year i really feel like i have i want to empower people that's what i like to do um i like to put people on and put people in position i could be in front of the scenes but i really like being behind the scenes a lot too and making things happen so i just love seeing everybody's growth like i really i really love just being Even it's just a little inkling, a part of it, but that also comes from like just how we grew up. Like, if you know my dad, he's trying to get everybody that he knows a scholarship. You know what I'm saying? That's like my dad, bro. (laughs) So it's just like Like, so that's just always been something that's like ingrained in me. So I'm just happy that I could be anything a part of your journey. That's what that's what makes me happy.
3: Yeah mm-hmm. so so appreciate y'all. Thank See y'all. Thank you. Uh-huh. See y'all next year for. See y'all, year year in. Year four. Yeah. See
4: y'all <laughs> in 10 minutes. You're bored <laughs> in Paris. Down the street. You're bored in Paris. That would be fire though. Oh yeah, that be gonna pull up. No, be I been saying. No, I think That should. would be fire.